episode 180 of the CGM Pixels Inc. podcast. Woo! Hi, Jordan. Hi. Jordan's back this week, and he was upset that we didn't mention Yeah, Pixels. I was a little upset. I was a little hurt, actually, because when you're sick, I'm always like, oh, man, Mel's not here. I hope That's she feels I'm, better. I'm, I hope I'm, she's in her bed eating soup, and no one said that to me. Everyone was just like, so okay, crazy. business as usual. I hope he dies. It's because that was the first thing we talked about when we were all together, and yeah. we were so, got so exhausted talking about it because so, we were so emotionally invested that we didn't have time to talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. Do I look like I got the word idiot written on my face? <laughs> With that mustache? Yes. <laughs> For, um, don't just my mustache, okay? You're just jealous with your baby soft face, okay? You're just jealous you can't grow a, a majestic mustache like this. It's, there's no problem with growing it. It's the waxing and twisting that concerns me. Dude, it's it's the style, man. Okay. You've got to curl it. All right. You can't have a mustache and not do cool stuff like that. With that. Yeah. Otherwise, I just look like a pedophile. You look like the Monopoly Man now, though. I'd rather look like the Monopoly Man than a pedophile. <laughs> it's a fine line. Fine line. <laughs> hey, man, you don't talk bad about, uh, what was his name? Pennysworth or Moneybags or something uh, like that? I don't that? know. What was his name? I just call him the Monopoly Man. Did he, he have had one? A, he had a he name. It was, like, it was like J.P. Like like Pennybags or something. Wilfred Bremley? <laughs> <laughs> remember because remember uh, he stole Burns' lady and Burns is like between him and Screech Oh, Chuck. yeah. And he actually said his name in that episode. That's right. But I'm, I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure it's Pennybags. But the Simpsons could have just made that up too. I don't think so, dude. No, all right. I think it's. We all have phones, yet none of us are looking this up. Okay, okay. get Phil on it. Pan the dead air while I look up the name <laughs> of the right. Monopoly well, guy. The thing is, obviously, you can tell that we have Jordan and Phil on cast yeah, this week. Yeah, that's correct. And since Jordan was so upset, we're gonna mention that Cody's not here this week. I don't think yeah, he's you sick. Know, yeah, he's Cody. Sick. Whatever you're doing, man, I hope you feel better, and I hope that it works out for you. I think uh-huh. he's working, actually. Oh well, I'm sure I hope doing. you're working hard, buddy. Whatever you're doing, not. Cody. Apparently, you're missed. All right, did you find it? Um, let me see. Just waiting, loading. <laughs> Google's being buffering. Rich Uncle Pennybags. Yeah, there you go. Rich All right. Uncle. Wait, whose uncle is he? Like the shoes, the dogs? I guess he's just, just your uncle. Just everyone. Yeah. He's just every- that All makes it uncle. creepier when you come with the pedophile. He's that weird uncle that everyone. Yeah, exactly. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Come sit on Pennybags' lap. Wait, did. <laughs> You know, I just realized I don't think any of us looked up news because Cody wasn't. Oh <laughs> shit! Yeah. <I laughs> okay, we got to improv. Improvising the news. Yeah, you guys can find let's other let's news. Go okay, it's the. It's See what happens when Cody's not here. Pixel and Ink News Minute with mm-hmm. Phil Brown. Go. All right, I'm on it. So this means you guys aren't going to talk to me while I'm no. doing it. No, go. We'll talk. All right, fair enough. All right, so the first one, which I thought was interesting, uh, Mark Hamill uh, said that he's Mark Hamill. No, I said ooh. Oh, I thought you said who, and I was like, Mel, please. Um, So I I, I did hear about this uh, Star Command, right? No, Um, he has. Geez, Jordan, stop trying to jump in with information that you don't know anything about. He was talking about his uh, non-disclosure agreement with the new Star Wars movie, and he said that it's like to the extreme that he can't even confirm that he's in the movie, even though he uh, is. He he is, is. and we all know he is. Super weird. And said that he has like there's that with him and everyone in the cast, there's a substantial amount of money that they won't receive. Until the movie comes out and no spoilers oh. have come out and been leaked to them. That's a good way to do it because you don't want anyone spoiling your movie. Before totally, you yeah. You know what we do? We won't pay you if you spoil the movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then in a lightly connected story to that, uh, I read a, a different interview with J.J. Abrams where he, um, someone asked him about Luke not being uh, mysteriously absent from the trailers. and because he's Darth Vader. And <clears throat> I know. But... Um, <laughs> But he said he won't talk about him. But what he liked, but what he liked is the playing with the concept that uh, in this new movie, because it's a whole different generation of characters, that 
the stories from the original movie have been elevated to the point of myth and legend, so no one quite knows who they are or what they are. Mm, that's pretty I think cool. It's kind of a fun idea. And I've got a feeling with it, because it does seem very clear that Mark Hamill's going to end up being evil in this. As yeah, like, I got that but, sinking but I, suspicion, what, too. But I, what I'm starting to think might happen is, like, all we really know about the, like, the villain who we have seen is that he's, like, a Darth Vader fan, and he's, like, trying really hard to pretend. So I wouldn't even be surprised if that guy, this is the one Anthony Driver's playing with the, like, weird lightsaber with the double staff. Cool, like, everything. bastard sword. Oh, yeah, one. yeah. I wouldn't even be surprised if that guy doesn't even have any force powers and it's just, like, Luke doing all the force stuff from, Ooh, like, the shadows. Some, like, Legend of Korra stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just, like, seems... So he's just, like, got all... It's just talking a big game and doing stuff when he's really got that little be Luke cool. doing stuff behind him. I got a feeling something like that's going to happen, but obviously we aren't going to find out because apparently he's not in the movie, according to the official sources. Hmm. Um, but he is. And next up, uh, this is interesting. Uh, Warner Brothers is going to move forward with the Justice League Dark movie, even though Guillermo del Toro has left. Hmm. And they've started to talk about casting. And apparently, um, which of course makes sense, was uh, Guillermo del Toro's suggestion for Swamp Thing was Ron Perlman. And they're going to continue to try and go for oh, that, cool. which like makes sense. It is perfect, quite yeah. frankly. Yeah. And um, and then they're talking about uh, John Constantine and the two names are running. I actually kind of like both these choices. One would be Colin Farrell. No. And the other. Wait, they're like rebooting John Constantine. Well, he's going to be in John. Co- he's going to be in Justice League Dark. So this is like the cinematic version. Let's get Keanu back. No. Did he ever cross paths with the DC yeah. Universe people? Yeah, he's in the DC Universe. Get he, the frig out of yeah, here. he's in Swamp Thing. I was, because I thought Alan it was... Alan Mark created him in Swamp Thing. Oh, wow. Because yeah. I thought it was something to do with, like, I thought the Constantine Universe was something like the Watchmen Universe, where it was sort of, like, hinted that they were nope. connected, but they weren't, like, nope. quote-unquote connected. They're right there. Oh, damn. Um. So, uh, yeah, so Colin Farrell's one choice, who I like. You still haven't seen In Bruges, Mel. Yeah, oh, that. you got to see In Bruges. Well, you don't like, you got to film like, in midgets. And you don't think that Colin Colin Farrell could be John Constantine based purely on that performance. Okay, I'll admit, based purely on that performance, you got to admit he could do John Constantine. Yeah, based on that alone. But the other choice, which I prefer, is Ewan McGregor. I think would actually be kind of perfect. I'll admit, I Constantine was on not too long ago, and I still like Keanu Reeves as Constantine. I thought he did a good job. I know he's not. I know he's not like the way he was supposed to be in the comics. But who gives a crap? Like he was. He did a good job as Constantine. I mean, he's fine, but he's just it's Keanu Reeves. Giant Constantine is its own character, and I would like to see that served. I suppose. Yeah, I suppose. He's like, got some like bitter Britishness that's really. Yeah, yeah. You gotta that's get. True. You gotta nail that down. Um, but anyway, I I go for you and McGregor. I think that'd be good. I think that'd be all right. Um, next up, uh, we have a director for the Gambit movie, and it's gonna be Doug Liman, who did. Um, First Born Identity movie and uh, Edge of Tomorrow and well, like and Tomorrow. Swingers and Go. Okay. Um, I quite like him. He's a fun guy. Yeah. Oh, and Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. Smith as well, which I've actually never I seen. seen um, it's a fun movie. Yeah, no, he's got a really good fun sort of. Uh, he's got a really good fun tone. He has a good sense of action. I think he's the right guy to do kind of goofy uh, gambit romp. Okay, yeah. He's also a notoriously difficult director uh. who like causes a lot of problems. So uh-huh. that'll make for fun while they're making it too. So I'm all for it all around. Uh, next up this is a fun one. This is horror related. Mouse, so you'll be excited about this. Ooh. Oh yes, I <coughs> missed you last week. Why is that? Because you weren't here to talk about. I was here last week. Was it? When were you not? Oh, there was two yeah, weeks ago was. then. I was here when we talked about the Kickstarter Friday the Thirteenth and how exciting it was. Yeah, was I'm excited. Here. I backed it. Did you? No. Anyway, you gotta back yeah. it, man. I don't back stuff. Moving on. Um, but but uh, yeah, no, we talked about it. It was great. It was super exciting. Perhaps we didn't talk about it you the are. week that it was like announced. 
I might be. Yeah. But we talked about it when it came through, okay. and we talked about it before then too. We talked about it. Yeah, because it was it, it it made its goal, wasn't it? Like last the fir- the Thursday after last. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, um, John Carpenter is going to play some live gigs in the UK next Halloween. Um, he cool. already, he's already done some, so... I know, but I'm just saying we're edging ever closer to him just doing a North American tour, and that's kind of his thing. That's what I'm getting at. Because he's starting to do this now, and he's doing it for real. So Define live tour, though. Like, he would go around with his synthesizers and his band and play the themes to the mu- to the oh. movies. Oh, cool. Plus the new themes. He released a CD this year called Lost Themes. Maybe he'd just, like, run around and scare people and do spooky No, stuff. he's too old for that. <laughs> <laughs> he'd just be, like, this old gun street. Hey, go check out that house over there. And you'd walk in and it'd be all scary. He's way too old for that. But still, I like it. Um, and, yeah, I would just like to see him play that music live. It'd be fun. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, and he's also a fun, cranky old guy who says offensive things. And that's good, too. Um, next up, uh, Brett Ratner is going to make a Tetris movie. Sorry, what? A Tetris movie. That's stupid. Well, wait, because it's not actually about big blocks falling from the sky. <laughs> you imagine that's the whole thought, movie. Yeah, which I initially <laughs> thought too. When I saw the headline, that's what I He's thought. He's not gonna too. make it. He's not gonna make it. I know. When he I needs I, a long block. I know. When I saw the, the, the what it's actually about is the uh, Russian who created Tetris. Um, oh, okay, that's I a little more interesting. I guess he had a major. Uh, incredible legal difficulties to actually get paid when Tetris finally took off, like almost a decade it after he created it, right? Um, so it's about that. And I don't know anything about that story, but just based on that logline, I'm kind of like intrigued by that. That sounds kind of yeah, That does sound cool. Dramatic. Yeah, well, they, I mean, I think they're trying to frame it as like a social network. When movie. you first said that, I automatically thought of pixels. And I was of course. Like, yeah. I mean, oh, not. God. That's why I said it that way. <laughs> that Let's, so. not. Uh, Let's not remind for ourselves that of that. reaction that you had, and it was great, and I don't regret it for a second. Um, manipulating me, Phil. And finally, so you guys better have some news stories. Um, already uh, they're going to remake Memento. Yeah, I Someone's that. bought it. They're remaking it. It's I don't know. How, I don't honestly don't know how I feel about that. You know what? I actually haven't seen Memento. I yeah. know I like it. I just haven't seen it yet. Why haven't you seen it? I don't know. Because every time I'm like, I should watch Memento. It's one yeah. of those days when I'm not in the mood to sit and focus. Yeah, that's And that's fair. one of those things you I need, need to do you need with Memento. You really need to pay sure. attention. Because, like, Memento is not, like, complicated. It's incredibly complicated in that, like, you'd never understand in a million years what happens. It's just, like, so, the structure is so complex. Yeah, because you got to be yeah. dialed in. It's pretty like it's pretty straightforward kind of crime story. Yeah. It's just structurally crazy. Is it, that I would enjoy it, it is. It's great. You should totally watch it. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. So you watch movies on the weekend, just not with me. I watch movies all the time. I'll probably watch a movie tonight. Yeah, I know. Me too. I'll probably finish that John Candy movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair I'm enough. Ex- I'm excited to go. I got. I started watching. Um, Noel Fielding's luxury comedy, and that led me to start watching The Mighty Boosh. Oh, yeah? They're really funny. Did you, yeah. know, did you get into them? Yeah, I've watched them. They're okay. They're, I find them aggressively quirky. That's the thing, so right? Like, I, can like... wa- I can only watch, I watch like an episode or two, and then I need a week off. Yeah. And then I can go back. Like, I appreciate what they're doing, for sure. It's well, just you were like a big fan of like Tim and Eric, too? so hard. Yeah, I love Tim and Eric. I was going to say, That's what I... it feels like to me. It's like just British Tim and Eric. Well, I find Tim and Eric at least has like a certain darkness, and they're getting at something, whereas yeah. Mighty Boosh is just weird for the sake of weird. And that's great. Luxury comedy is a little bit more like that. It's, a, it's a lot darker. Weird, but. And then I watched with Bob and David. Oh, how great was that? I loved it. Isn't it great? Did it you was watch it? On Netflix, they put a one-hour like, behind-the-scenes Oh, I forgot thing? that they were going to put that yeah. up. I haven't watched it yet. i got to watch that. Yeah, watch that. I will. Um, yeah, it was so exciting. I mean, it's just, it was like... It's just It was so Mr. Gross. Show. I know. So frustrating. But I like they how they're trying to say it's not Mr. Show. You're like, no, it's, it's it clearly Mr. Is. Show. I think it was that they, they 
when they set it up, they tried to say it wasn't Mr. Show, and they didn't want to force it into being Mr. Show, and, and it, then they couldn't Mr. help themselves, Show. and they just did it anyway. It's, yeah, it's totally Mr. But from what I understand, they have a fairly open-ended deal with Netflix, so I think they'll be back. They better be, but it probably won't be for, for another year. I know. I can't wait a year now, Phil. But hey, you still got it. It's you never like that little taste of heroin, and now it's just like, I want more. I know, but at least you got Give it. I never. More. But I never, I mean, like, I never yeah, thought it would happen. I never happened. thought I'd see that. So, I, yeah, so I never thought they'd have a show again So together. funny. The salesman sketch was my favorite thing. Is that something you watch? Jordan, what? Mr. Show? Mr. Show? No, I've, I've heard of it, but I've never actually, like, checked it out. You watch that. It's really, really Is good. Is it good? Yeah, it's really good. It's great, even. Huh. All right, You'll like it? You either love it or you hate it. Uh, ah, yeah. well. It's one of those shows. I'm going to hate it. I've never found someone that was, like, okay it. with it. They either love it or they really don't I like it. I found more people love it over time, and that kind of, it was ahead of it. kind of wears you down until you're like, yeah, yeah this is kind of good. Well, it's, and it's also, like, when it came out, it was so strange and different, and it kind of influenced so much that yeah. now it doesn't seem so strange and different anymore. Still, It's still great. Like, it's it holds up, for sure. It's just it influenced so much that it doesn't, uh, it's not as out there and difficult as it once was. All right, news stories. What do we got? Huh. All right. What do we got? News hour with Jordan. I don't know why I sort of started going to the um, Mario theme there for a second. So we begin. Um, it's the mustache. It, yeah, it is. Wahoo. Oh, I, can't, I can't do a good Mario, surprisingly. Uh, it's, you know what? It's not an easy voice, but it's not a hard voice to do. It's weird. Um, anyway, Deus Ex, the new one, uh, Mankind Divided. Is going to be delayed until August twenty yeah. third next year. Wait, when was it slated to come out? Way before this. Uh, I think it was Isn't supposed it? to see a April yeah, launch. That's quite, the, that's quite the push. Or April or March. It might have been March. That's quite the push. You know what? This this is our punishment for not getting behind their stupid augment your DLC pre order be bullcrap. Because if everyone had pre ordered it, we would have got it four days early. And now and now we're getting it yeah, a year late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. I'm still angry that there's no GTA 5 DLC. Like, still. To this well, really? I thought you were going to get some Halloween DLC. Really time, did. I thought yeah. I was going to get zombies, and I'm nah, still furious. They did, like, they did, like, uh, they did a werewolf thing. Were you not, did you not see that? But they just for the online stuff. Yeah, that's true. I wanted, like, a Undead Redemption is one of my yeah, favorite that's, things But I've been saying time. that for years, too, because it's the perfect thing that, like, it lends itself so well to the GTA universe, like, having a giant city to drive around in. Yeah, and it would have been perfect. Zombies. But even if they didn't do that, like, they could have at least done, you know. Like a horde mode zombie for, like, or something. Or not even that. Or no, they're just, like, new missions, additional missions. Yeah. Additional stories. It's really frustrating. It's they not like they wouldn't have made a bazillion dollars. By no, doing but so. but Rockstar has always been kind of like late to the game on their DLC. Like you, even like Grand Theft Auto Four, like they didn't get like the Ballad of Gay Tony and that stuff till like years after it came out. I guess that's true. So there's probably still time. I imagine they. I'm sure they're going to put DLC for it. Like it's, they they not they couldn't right now. It's on every console. Like they better. It just frustrates me that it hasn't happened and there's not even been discussion. Well, maybe they're just keeping it under wraps. It's better. Who knows? They better do maybe they're maybe they're maybe they're pooling time to work on Max Payne Four. Oh, can mm. you imagine? Mm. Or a Max Payne reboot? I don't know. Who knows? Anywho, moving on. Um, this is not really news, but it makes me happy. Uh, Paper Jam, the Mario and Luigi RPG new game that's coming up for 3DS, it's gonna have amiibo support, which is kind of neat. Saw that, yeah, so you're gonna plug in your little amiibo, and it's gonna give you like a randomized little like card thing that lets you like get like different abilities and They're stuff really like that. In the amiibo support you know what? I'm glad they are. I just really want to see them like start pushing them out a lot more. Like I want to see it till it gets to a point where like Meta Knights are in the stores and they're not like yeah, a you know rarity. You know what I mean? 
It feels if like it goes locked to one game. Do you know how frustrating that is? Well, they're not so. How so many amiibos you have to have? That was like early gen amiibo stuff, though. They don't because they, they don't they don't necessarily lock to every game. Like because no, it, like it, if they're if they're just adding something. Yeah. To it, generally, I don't think they lock. They do lock if you are trying to use them in any capacity. Well, because for, like, it's playable stuff. It's the thing where um because the amiibos have like a two like level system right where they like they, they both send and receive data yeah. so on the receiving end yes they only they lock to whatever game you link them to but on the sending end they don't well, so you you theoretically could use an amiibo for every game it's like the problem we had and i haven't tried this in a while but when we had we bought or when we got i reviewed mario party we couldn't use our smash brother amiibos even yeah but the, those even just to get the like because all, all we wanted was the board pieces and stuff but like that. But those ones, it. if I'm not mistaken, weren't made for thing because it's also it also like revolves around the programming end too, right? They have yeah. to program those amiibos to be like compatible with those games. So like, yeah, I'm pretty sure with Mario Party, they actually like specifically tailored that, that like Mario line of amiibos to it. Well, no, because well, you know it mean? was that and the Smash Brothers, and it was all those kinds. Could of they did they work with those ones? I didn't. I don't yeah. Know. Well, the thing is, but when we wanted to play, like when we wanted to unlock, say, a square of the Yoshi board, because that's what you could do with them. Yeah. I had to erase all the Smash Brothers data on it. That's weird because for some reason it doesn't seem like all the Smash you know Bros. Amiibos. So you have to buy more Amiibos. So now I have like more two the Yoshis. same Amiibos. That's stupid. Well, why that's why they did that? different poses. They did a second a second series so that you'd have two Yoshis, but they'd be in different poses at least because you needed one for Smash Brothers and one for Mario. Yeah, Party. but that's the thing is that the, that was a sp- sp- the Smash Bros. specific line, well, I'm, right? I'm interested like, though in seeing if you I can't go get to mad play at the um, uh, Animal Crossing Amiibos because they're not going to work with Mario Kart. Like, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't though. I'm like, if they're going to lock, though, to one title, they locked. Like, that was it. I couldn't, I had to erase the data, and I couldn't take it back to Smash Brothers unless I erased the Mario Party data. It was annoying. It does do that, and it, that's, it's really dumb, it's but it just it sounds, technique. it does sound weird that, like, you couldn't, like, that it no, wouldn't. because you have to go and buy more Amiibos. It's a marketing technique. Yeah, but at that point, like I said, you'd be, s- you'd be sending data to the game. You wouldn't know, be receiving that, data, so it doesn't make sucks. any sense. They just did it so that you could buy more Amiibos. So I'm interested to see when we get Mario Tennis if... If it works, what? Amiibos? Because that's what I mean. Because I've used I've used my Smash Bros. Amiibos for like Mario Kart and and Yoshi's Bully World and well, yeah, other like stuff. You, but like, that, and but when it's sending something like an uh, like a skin for Yoshi, that's fine. But so, yeah, for Mario Party and uh, it was weird. Yeah, that. that so that, if I'm gonna if you're gonna have maybe you just broke it, Mel. Maybe you broke your Amiibos. Didn't and you didn't even realize it that you broke them. So I'll have to erase the data from the Smash Brothers ones to use probably with Mario Tennis because they'll have to receive data as well. Maybe yeah, they are gonna do that. That's right. You can like you can train them, and then they'll like plug yeah. them in. So yeah, you'll have to do that a hundred percent. It's you know it's it's it's, it's cruel. The like, very basic memory chip yeah, that so they must have in there. Different games with Toad, you might have, you have to have three different Toads. Who the hell wants to use Toad? He's the worst. Well, yeah, that's just using him as an example. Oh well, it's a bad example. Well, I'm use Yoshi or something, or Bowser. Bowser Junior. I have three Yoshi amiibos at home. I have two. But one of them doesn't count because he's a little plushy. He's cute. The Wooly World one's still cute. Yeah, it's well, it's a different it's kind. Still of. amiibo. Actually, no, that's not true. I don't have the Smash Bros. Yoshi amiibo. I've always, I've been meaning to get them. I have both. And I didn't get them. Both, lo- both uh, poses. Phil, I, I, you're, you're, you're awfully quiet in this Phil all this amiibo talk. Yeah, I can't get amiibos now. <laughs> are you gonna? Are you not gonna get an amiibo? I have so have much. Not, like, I have so much it? stuff. Oh yeah, I do too. But you never have enough stuff. Uh, yeah, you that's can. capitalism for you, buddy. Uh, <laughs> you can never have enough stuff. Uh, my looked at me the other day and said, can we just put the Disney Infinity figures in a box somewhere? <laughs> I, 
I got my I got my girlfriend a Disney Infinity figure. I got her a Baymax. Oh, you Baymax. Because on our first date, we saw Big Hero Six, did and our did anniversary you just get it is coming. For the figure part, that you don't actually have Big Hero. Yeah, no, I just got it because it's because it's like a little. It's gonna be like a little like small gift that I'm gonna give to her like for our anniversary. And I should be like, that's so cute. She's gonna be like, what the fuck is this for? And I'm gonna Disney say Infinity. it's because it's Disney. It's because we saw. Uh, yeah. Why would you get her like? Something that wasn't meant for a video game. Another Baymax. Because it's, it's like because it, I was at the store and it was there. It's like half thought. No, it's, it's, it's really it's cute thought, but it's weird that called, you linked it to Disney. That's because <laughs> it was it, play with it. because it's a it's just a little memento. It's not like she's gonna like play around and fly it around in a room. She might. She won't. Maybe she might. Maybe she. But she can. She could. You know what? She could do that with the Disney Infinity figure. She just has to use a little thing called imagination. Sure, hope she doesn't listen to the podcast, by the way. Oh, I know she doesn't listen to the podcast. Oh, it's fine. Then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you could have gotten her plushie, you could snuggle when you weren't there. Well, if you can find me a Baymax plushie. It's called, it's called the Disney Store. I'm not going all the way to the Disney Store. It's all the way in Von Mills, and I'm not going that far. That's how much your girlfriend is worth to you. <laughs> What's that? The Eaton Center. Oh, the Eaton Center? Yeah. Yeah, but again, that's even like, that's all the way down there. His girlfriend's only worth the traveling time. The, wa- the distance saw. it took yeah. me to walk to the Walmart that I had to go to anyway, because I wanted snacks. You just have snacks. to just see mm. why he was at the Walmart already. I only went there for a bag of chips, and then, you know, I always find myself in the Amiibo section just like seeing if they have new ones. But I got the uh, 30th anniversary Mario one. That was really, it made me really happy to have that one. Not even for, like for the amiibo pr- like thing. It was just because it was like a little like piece of like gaming history, right? Thirtieth anniversary. Maybe happy to have it. I got a neat little pin. It's like the Sonic. Is that the one that's the eight bit? Yeah, and he's like the it's like the really big one. It's mm. chunky. It comes in two colors. I also got a cool little barrel. You'd probably like. It's like a little DK bro. You yeah, put I your three DS games in. Those. It's really cool. Oh, that's fun. It's I like and like it's like it's like this big too. And yeah. It's like really well made. Yeah, that made me really happy to find that. Um, okay, in other news, uh, a lot of amiibo talk. <laughs> In other news, the uh, procedurally generating really hard, really indie game Darkest Dungeon uh, got a lot of really like positive. Uh, I believe it's by Devolver Digital as well. Um, very cool game. It's like very, very reminiscent of like very early dark. Dungeons and Dragons. Um, it's got a good like sanity element to it, where like uh, you know the effects of of dungeoneering and questing like weigh heavily on your characters' minds, and then they'll start like turning on each other or yeah, messing up. That is coming to PS4. It's a really cool game, really like Ooh, traditional. You should play it, Mel. You'd probably like it. No, I probably It's really wouldn't. intense. It's awesome. I'm not a I'm just Dragons saying. and Dungeons and Dragons, Dragons fan or anything like that. Yeah. It's uh well for people who and are. Phil and I don't RPG and stuff like that. Oh, we should. Yeah. I've been like I really want to do a D and D podcast. I really feel like we should. Oh, you should totally bring Phil. You want to do a D and D podcast? No. Why? <laughs> What's the problem with Dungeons and Dragons, man? Uh, yeah. Um, I just <laughs> haven't played it in ages and. Wait, That's why we're start, we'll start a new one. What? You used to play? I mean, I have played it. I never. I didn't get like into it. Into it. I've been. I've, I've been wanting to get into it's it. Into of, it. It's kind of fun. It's sure. so fun. I, I really miss it. I gotta look at Brendan off off mic and say I think we should introduce Jordan to the Terrible Warriors. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That'll do it. I want to do it. Whoever they are, I want to meet them. They're our sister podcast, Terrible Warriors. Yo, we should meet up and talk. Yo, call me. Oh, five, 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 five. Shouldn't you be calling them if you want to be on their podcast? No, they're not going to chase you down. Mm. Yo, man. You're not high up in I'm the ranking. I'm hot commodity right now, man. I got stuff on Twitter you're, you're, and stuff. You're lukewarm commodity. P- PlayStation's retweeting my stories. You like reheated leftovers. I'm, which are the commodity. best. I'm like cold pizza. The best the next day. Ew. So the, you no, know, you're wrong. I'm sorry. I, just, I, I, I eat room temperature pizza. I leave that on the counter for a day. Yeah. 
And that's the best. You put it in the fridge. It's not cold. Well, that's you gotta put it in the fridge because you gotta no, keep the germs I off of it. I don't do that. I just leave it out on the counter and eat it. What is wrong with you? It's Nothing. Gonna, I'm invincible. Germs are gonna get on that, and it's gonna get like. I've been doing this for years. I'm still here. Well, <laughs> barely. I superpowers by now. Why don't you at least put it like in the oven or something? Yeah, heat it up. I'm saying uh, if you want to heat it up, you don't have to eat it cold. I'm just saying, but at least put it in the fridge so it, like no. it stays fresh. No, I don't do and you that. You can toast it in the oven. Toast it in the toaster. Look, I don't put pizza in the fridge. It's just something I do. I'm still here. I'm waiting for the day so you eat that like big penicillin pizza, man. What's it gonna do to me? I don't know. It's gonna heal you so yeah, much. Yeah, I'm gonna be so healthy. That you're gonna loop around and become sick and die. <laughs> 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 anyway, in other news. Halo, Halo 5, mm-hmm. uh, as you might be aware, uh, has microtransactions in it for its mm-hmm. stupid, like, rec packs for its online battle, which I've heard, like, mixed reviews about the whole system. Some people kind of enjoy it. Some people think it's stupid. But apparently, uh, 343 and Microsoft are laughing all the way to the bank with that thing because they have grossed so far $500,000 off of it. So It doesn't sound like that much in the video game world. Uh, it's almost a, it's half a million dollars in microtransactions. Yeah, but it, for mean, a game that's been out for like month. like what like a yeah like a month oh, not even. Okay, it's been out for a month. Yeah, it's a it month. Yeah, it's, it's been insane. It's like, Phil, you gotta find a way. We that's can what I mean. So you gotta you gotta imagine it's it's a, it's almost probably an almost an eighty dollar game yeah, that yeah. they're making like bank on top of like it's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. They've done well. So. Good one, Halo. Good one, Microsoft and 343. And, you yeah. guys are laughing all the way to the bank with us. Ugh. Exploiting those sweet, sweet freemium elements. <laughs> and lastly, although this may, might not pertain particularly to gaming, but I think it does um, sort of uh, work Uh-oh. in a certain way. YouTube has sort of launched a new copyright protection plan that oh will God, help no. YouTubers... Um, who are like getting copyright claims against some of their videos, and this does is it affect help them. Or? Yes, because uh, one of the most like one of the, the the way the story broke, the way I saw it was uh, through Jim Sterling, um, and he is one of the best examples of people who have had very spurious copyright claims issued against his videos just because he said like negative things about games yeah. that indie developers, uh, mostly don't like, like hack developers, don't like, and they don't like the fact that they're getting negative publicity, so they try to hide under the like loose copyright claims that uh, that YouTube has to sort of censor criticism. So they are actually willing now, What they'll, they will work if they feel that uh, like certain copyright claims are spurious, they will actually work with YouTubers now and offer up to a million dollars in defense of like Ooh. legal fees if it goes to court. Right. So, Interesting. so good, on, uh, good on YouTube. It's uh, so far, it, it is a step in the right direction. It's not exactly like a foolproof plan that's going to stop this from happening. It's probably never going to be a foolproof plan that's well, that's the problem with a lot of these things like YouTube and Steam and stuff like that. Like they sort of want like they to like p- like the, the 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 communities to police themselves, yep. and uh, like it's good to see that they're actually getting behind them, like getting and getting behind people and like working with other YouTubers. So yep. good for them. All right, that has been your Pixels and Ink Game Minute News Minute with Jordan the News Guy. Over to Mel. What's Fill- filling in for Cody? <laughs> Thank you, yeah. Jordan. Well, I know there wasn't much to fill in, if you know what I'm saying. Mm. <laughs> I don't Nailed. know. Zinger. Zinger. Nailed them. Yeah. What's up? You want to talk movies? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are you watching, bro? Wait, wait, wait. Okay. What do you have to talk about? First, we'll say spoilers. No, no, we're just oh, no spoilers. Because you're very sensitive about this. I'll review the new Hunger Games movie without mentioning the plot. 
Because I didn't see the previous part one. Which I totally understand. Arrows got shot at planes. To, I wanted the to, end. Yeah, yeah I, which I totally understand because it should have been one movie. So you were right to wait. So. Did you see more than one movie this week, though? Yeah, there's another one I, I can talk about, too. I just want yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just let him talk about discuss. thing and just, just do earmuffs. So just, mm-hmm. just walk well, I was I was going to go to the bathroom. No, 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 it's fine. I can talk. No, no, no. I don't need to get into the plot that much. Because to be perfectly honest with you, nothing much really happens. Um, really? So I yeah, seen an epic battle between. There's know, a lot of Katniss. stuff. Yeah, there's some stuff. Right, but um, yeah, well, okay. Some stuff. So some fire, some arrows, and that's arrows it. got shot. Yeah, so so basically, yeah, it picks up immediately after the end of the last one because that was only halfway through the last story, and um, yeah, we're basically in revolution territory here. Cool. And <clears throat> so. I don't know. It was it was because basically, you know, you come to the end of this and make you think about the whole franchise as a whole. I and like the I, I like the Hunger good. Games movies. Yeah, yeah I th- I thought they were. What I liked about them was that they, um, you know, it was a, you know, teeny bopper young adult franchise that did actually try to have a certain social conscience and sense well, of satire. Okay, the thing is, sense of commentary, which I appreciated. And even though, you know, they took a lot of stuff from Battle Royale, it did grow into its own thing well, okay. by the second movie. I never read the books. Yeah. And then because I kept hearing, oh, it's like Battle Royale. It's like yeah. Battle Royale. I'm like, okay, that's weird. I'm mm. not going to even bother. It's like, it's teen stuff that I don't, I mm. don't read, you know, mm. Hunger Games, mm. Harry Potter, Twilight, mm. that kind of stuff. And then my best friend was like, let's just go see the movie. Because she'd read the books. I was like, yeah, sure, whatever, let's go. Mm. And I was like, oh, I actually enjoyed this way more than I expected yeah, to. It, was, I mean, it yeah. is not as much like Battle Royale as I expected because people made it sound like it was the exact The first same one's thing. pretty much the same. It's not, though. Well, it I mean, is and it's it a isn't. Diff- well, I mean, yeah, it's a different like, world, certainly, but it's the exact same to concept blow up kids, and basically. the exact same like social <laughs> statement. Like, that first one is like it's embarrassing. I just, I, 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 I've didn't find it to be as much. Uh, it was embarrassing. They eventually, it eventually grew into its own thing, certainly. Yeah. But um, anyway, um, I kind of, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I guess ultimately, so uh, ultimately what's kind of, like, particularly these last two movies, I mean, the biggest problem is that, A, it should have been one movie. There's not enough material. It would have been one really, really great two-and-a-half-hour epic finale instead of two really leisurely paced uh, over two hours. Yeah, I don't think they like, really pad the plot because like a lot of the yeah, stuff, like really important stuff in the yeah, book like, happens in the second movie. Yeah, like there's a bit, well, it's in, in this one too. Like there's just not enough for both. Like they're both should have been an hour long, been an hour and change long. So there's just a lot of like looking off camera and pouting and being very sad <laughs> and to, to pad things out. You and you know, that. the love triangle never really did anything for me and it was particularly almost tossed off in this one. Um, now I like I did like it. There were some really great there there were not really great, but really well done action scenes and um it does wrap up in a way that's like satisfying but not obvious, mm-hmm. which I enjoyed. And and it did kind of further complicate the sort of political and moral themes that they were juggling, which I appreciated. But ultimately I just found it like incredibly joyless. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of frustrating for like what's supposed to be the climax of a big epic story. It's yeah, really, like th- there was. It just felt like they were trying too hard to be serious and be meaningful, and kind of forgot that there had to be fun. Pretty well, all of the humor that was in the first two movies is gone. Um, yeah, pretty much. Um, like even the characters who were once humor, like the adult characters are basically, particularly in this one, just shoved to the side. And yeah, certainly like Stanley Tucci and, and Elizabeth Banks aren't doing much of anything. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of, and yeah, I, I kind of missed that because that's sort of what I liked about the first two. They were kind of weird and colorful and strange, and that's pretty well been sucked away in favor of shadowy, brooding sadness, which kind of, which is frustrating, but 
Uh, yeah, I mean, ultimately, I do think this series was interesting and strong. I just, I don't think it's really going to be something that will endure. I just can't imagine, you know, watching these movies for fun. I really can't. <laughs> I really, really can't. Like, maybe the first one, and maybe the first two, but these last two, no way. It I was, have seen the first two, like... Yeah, I kind of just felt relieved when this one was over. And not in the, like, that it was a horrible movie, that I was just like, oh, thank God. I don't that. <laughs> That's how I felt about most that. of the Harry Potter That sounds movie. like yeah. it was a bad oh, movie, when God. you have that reaction to it. Oh, the Harry Potter movies were fun, oh, at least. Oh, God, no. There's a whole movie where they don't do anything. Yeah, but there's also the whole book where they don't do anything. <laughs> yeah, no. Don't they, had, they had to don't just put it there. Don't make a movie. They really had to put it there, they otherwise it just wouldn't. They danced in a tent, and that's pretty much it for two hours. Like, yeah. Oh, my God, I'd shoot my own foot off to get out of here. Yeah, that was, was that Order of the Phoenix or something? No, that was know, the first part of Death Where's all the oh, yeah. magic and the fun? I and find the that wonder. the first one was so fun with all the magic. They could yeah, because it was like... Lots of magic, and then it just gets stupid teen drama, and I'm like, yeah. Oh, the third one's the best one by far. Actually, Oh, my God. It's amazing. And the fourth one's good, too. The fourth one's good because it has a lot of magic. And then it just peters off into teen drama land. I was like, oh. No, it's really just the first half of the second. It was the same problem. It was a book that should have been one movie that they turned into two movies. Yeah, and those two movies were like... No, the second one was solid because it was pretty well all magic There's at least two movies that I wanted to shoot my foot off. And I think you're just remembering the one... No, I'm pretty sure the one before that, too. Because there's seven movies. No, Order of the Phoenix was good. The one where they killed Dumbledore. Kind of good shit. Kind of good stuff. Wasn't it mostly talking, though? I don't know. It was so long that I just I think it's just that one really irritated you and has now poisoned the entire franchise for you, which is a shame. I'll admit I stopped reading the books at uh, Goblet of Fire and I stopped watching the movies at Goblet of Fire, too. Oh, no, they're fun. You should finish them. No, No, don't listen to her. They're good. I've heard I've heard a lot of people say that because the problem the problem was that I stopped reading the books because I got into the books when I was a bit like grade like seven grade six right when you like when they came yeah. out and then when I got to high school I got in that mindset where I was like oh, I'm too old for Harry Potter yeah, yeah, baby yeah. stuff and then my like and then all my friends were like what is wrong with you they get like really good okay see maybe the books are better because I never read the books but that movie <laughs> it's just one and it's the same deal as this last song again. and yeah. they yeah. never treat the I'm audience like they haven't read the books yeah. but I didn't I hear anything that. wrong with the first two with either parts of Deathly Hallows the one thing I always hear about is is, pre- is Order of the Phoenix where it's like 90% talking. No. I didn't like the first part. Fine. I remember that because I remember leaving the theater going, does anything happen in the next movie? And she's like, my friend's like, yeah, everything's going to happen in the next movie. I'm like, good, because that one was just boring. I don't know. I couldn't I couldn't say Even with, with any like authority. Good stuff. But it, no, there. you should definitely finish them. If you got that don't far, it's it. ridiculous. It's a lot of wasted time. <laughs> it's not. Oh, I'm so just confused. I'm so last, conflicted. Just jump to the last movie. I got the angel and the devil over here and yeah. uh, whispering the, sweet things about Harry Potter into just my ears. Just jump to the last movie where all the action happens. Something about, something about Snape and Harry's series. mother and they wanted to be in love or something. And then and Harry names Snape his son Snape or something. Know. She was his Patronus or some crap like that. I don't know. You all, it's all bunch of magic mumbo jumbo if you ask me it was touching um, <laughs> <but> <laughs> no i'm not i don't i'm not i i don't know but my sister and my mom were like they, they went on a harry potter marathon and i remember i came down one one like near the end and they were just bawling like, you know how they I were a mess harry potter? Mm. we bought it for my dad one year for christmas for birthday so we read the books and then we watched it with him that's how I ended up watching Harry Potter because huh. my dad. Was I mean, I, I you know they they came around yeah around the same yeah, time that the hype through this. I watch them, but um. Yeah, no, they were they were solid. They weren't they were better than these Hunger Games. Maybe I need to uh, maybe I really need to do like commit and sit down and, and finish oh. finish the fight as yeah, the should. chief would say. Like How many hours is that? You only made it to the fourth movie. There's seven movies. Well, like I stopped. He watched five. He watched, yeah, there's only three left. 
He's watched most of it. It's a good point. Six more hours of movies. But they're, least they're good. There's only there's only one that's two a little of, bit like, slow. Two of those hours you're going to want to shoot yourself. And it's not that bad. That. It's really not that it bad. Really no, is it's just bad. being crazy. <laughs> Do something. Draw or something while no, you're watching you watch it. I'll probably hours. play Yokai Watch or something. I'll be honest. stuck in no, the theater. You watch 12 hours of the Scream TV series, though. I haven't finished the Scream Your standards, TV series. Well, there you go. Your standards are all over the place. Don't hey, listen to her. That's way more exciting than in <laughs> I don't know. two hours that's stuck in a the theater. I feel like I might have to movie. side with Phil on this one. <laughs> He's got it's a really point with the Scream awful. TV series she thing. That. That's good. <laughs> she loves that. What other great... Oh, she, like, she, like, she likes it. Pixels. I had to convince her oh, Pixels was bad. Oh, then... Uh, no, yeah, then the Mel. Half an hour of then Mel, I don't know no, if no, you got the authority. You get to go back and do that podcast. She's watched... Uh, grown ups a variety of times. Oh, Mel. Yeah, I actually enjoyed Grown Ups. Not I thought I thought Grown Ups wasn't that bad. I thought See, I thought Grown Ups two was. Oh no, not that I saw it. I I, I no, thought no, that I like. The first it one was is okay. not. No, it's the first one's not bad. Because I've heard quite a few people say it's. And I only enjoyed the first half an hour. How do you feel about How do you feel about Jack and Jill, Mel? I hated that movie so much. Really? That's the first time I heard this. I told you that a while ago. I hated that movie. She's just changing her answer now. Yeah. No, now I really the fire is pressure's on. on. Yeah. <laughs> Go back and listen to the podcast. I've actually said on air before I hated Jack and Jill so much. And then you asked me why, and I said it was stupid as hell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't even need to get past the trailer on that one. <laughs> yeah, that movie's awful. Yeah, horrendous. I generally don't like when Adam Sandler is being Adam Sandler. I like when he's trying to do family movies. I don't like when Adam Sandler is being Adam Sandler or like woman version of Adam Sandler. Oh God. So. <laughs> I don't even know how they got Al Pacino in that movie. Uh, uh, yeah. Didn't he do something with Adam Sandler? I actually didn't a long finish Jack and Jill. I couldn't do it. I it can was, understand. That was, was one of the most painful bad. things I've ever sat through. I, I couldn't. I, but I, I don't had think, to tap out. And I, I was at home, and I could have done anything else. And I was just like, I can't do this. Sat there. Why am I, I doing like this? Myself? No, like, I could have done something while I watched it to get through it, but I no, I couldn't even like paralyzed no. by the by the. It was so bad. I just turned it off. Couldn't do it. Yeah, it's offensive. It really is. I only like the first half an hour pixels. Yeah. So anyway, Hunger Games Two is fine. Hunger Games Michael it's J. Just Part okay. Two is it's fine. I think it would have been. I think the last movie would have been as good as the first two had it only been one movie. I think they killed. They kind of killed it by stretching it out. They just tried to make some money off of it. What they did. And they're just trying to, take, and they just take it, and it just takes itself way too seriously. Like ultimately, oh, that's so funny. There. Yeah. Is Effie even like colorful or anything? No. She's oh, that's strange. She's mostly just sad, like oh. everyone else. Um, it's frustrating. There is one like cool bit with like underground monsters. It's kind of fun. Whoa, but, monsters! Um, but even that, it's over faster than you think. Um, so yeah, not the greatest. But um, one thing that I did enjoy a little bit more uh, that I saw this week is the night before the Seth Rogen Christmas. Oh comedy. yeah, how was that? <gasps> He's like, wait, 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 he has a Christmas comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I like. I, I had a. I had a really good time with it. So yeah, it's the basic premise is Joseph Gordon-Levitt is on sad sack duties. Wait, wait. He's per, also as in per usual. The yeah. Yeah, awesome. so Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays a guy whose like parents died on Christmas Eve, and he's really bummed out. So his two buddies, played by Seth Rogen and Anthony Mackie, took him out partying, and then that became a tradition. And now they're older, and um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt doesn't have anything else going on in his life, but the other guys do. So they, this is going to be the last Christmas party, and obviously things go crazy and silly and ridiculous. What's with this and everyone learns like, a lesson. Like Seth Rogen movies, where it seems like they like. Like when he started his career, he was always playing that guy who was like the lovable goofball. And now he's like always the one who's like the responsible one who gets roped into these wacky adventures. What? No, just what it seems that way now. Like, no, he's like, always the party guy. He's the one of the party guys in this. Well, in what was it in in the one neighbors? He was like the responsible one who gets That's roped true, into the wackiness. In like the interview, he's like the responsible one who gets roped into the wackiness. 
and now it's like he's the wacky one, and like even like the end of the world, he's like the you know he's like the responsible one. This is the end. Yeah, this is the end. Yeah, I guess he's just getting older. Maybe. Yeah. He's maturing. Yeah, but anyway, um, yeah, it's I mean it's exactly what you expect. You know, it's a Seth Rogen movie, which is a very rigid formula, and it's a Christmas movie, which has its own rigid formula. So it's pretty well. What what it all comes down to is just the jokes and the cameos that they meet in the adventure, and yeah. those are solid. It I really mean, made me laugh. In particular, uh, Michael Shannon plays a drug dealer slash like holiday angel. That's one of the funniest characters I've seen. That's in the amazing. Age. In fact, it made me, made you realize that Michael Shannon's probably gonna have like a Christopher Walken like ironic second half in his career. That's hilarious. He's a talented enough actor to do it, and he has a sense of humor about himself. And Tracy Morgan's in it, and. Nice. It's good uh, to see him back. Yeah, definitely. It's good really to see like him I really like him, actually. Mel, he almost died. Show some respect. Yeah. Um, he was, he was, he was, I gotta be honest, he was probably, like, my favorite character in, uh, in, um... 30 Raw? Yes, thank you. I couldn't stand him I love in 30 him. Raw. He's a, he's a giant man-child, and I Liz love him. Lemon he's all the way. so funny. Yeah, he's a funny guy. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I just had, yeah, just in general, uh, I had a, a pretty good time with that. I mean, it's, you know... I'd say it's about two thirds really hilarious, one third incredibly corny, but that's just that's sort of what you expect out of a Hollywood yeah. comedy. And uh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with like the Seth Rogen like formula because well, it works, right? Yeah, it does work. But I feel like anytime you take any formula and make a Christmas thing out of it, you're at the end of your rope. Yeah, that's, that's when true. you're getting really desperate. So I'm hoping he moves on to other stuff. I'm sure he will. Like he went from being the rowdy guy would to you, the like would you say the same case with rowdy the, guy. I'm thinking like I'm thinking like right away. You know, you look at like some like National Lampoon, right? Yeah. And, like, they weren't. I think Christmas Vacation was like one of the best. It was. It is the best. But that was the sign that they were. That's like the sign the that they were role? at the end of their rope. Didn't, didn't they make Animal House after that one? Or did Animal House come first? Animal House came oh, first, yeah. and it's not Vacation. But it's National Lampoon. But that's different. Yeah, but they've done uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's not part yeah, of the same that's a good. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. You're that's right. Like it, vacation is a whole other thing. Yeah, you're it's right. a different thing. It's its own series. And Harold and Kumar, same deal. I thought it, that the Christmas one was like one of the best ones. It was oh, super no. funny. But it's just a sign that they're near. Oh. The, but it's just a sign that they're oh. at the end of the rope. I don't know, that's, man. Don't listen to Amir Bloomfeld was in it, about. and that's got my seal of approval right all over it. Uh, the Harold and Kumar Christmas movie is hysterical, Mel. No. I watch it every I, Christmas. Okay, I, I saw it once, and I hated it, so I did not go back to it. Are you sure you weren't just in a bad mood, like when you went to see Harry Potter? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't in a bad mood. That movie was boring. I'll be honest. I've heard, Harry like... Harry Potter was boring, and that was not a funny movie. I've heard, like, five people say it's really funny, and you're the first Different, one I've heard honestly, say it's not, humor, so... I'm gonna say five against one wins. Different opinions. Like I yeah. don't like. Stupid I mean, yeah, you know, there's the, there's the correct opinions and the incorrect yeah, you opinions. Know what? I agree. It doesn't have the comedic genius of grown-ups, right but if you can it. get past that, <laughs> it is quite funny. At least grown-ups wasn't like stupid. Yes, it was. Comedy. Yes, Not it was like, stupid comedy. You got me. Christmas you got me really is good like yeah. a par to dumb and dumber. Yeah, which I a hated. classic. Yeah, a classic. Dumb One and of Dumber the is a classic. I it love is. Jim Carrey. I hate that movie. Yeah. Well, what's the funniest bit of Grown Ups? Mel is it when Adam Sandler learns that he has to be a more responsible father, or was it when Chris Rock learns that he has to be a more responsible father? <laughs> How about when they all learn they have to be more responsible yeah. fathers? Let's go it with sounds that. Sounds great. It sounds really good. I like when Adam Sandler does family stuff. I don't like his stupid comedy. No, that's not Sandler shtick. I like his stupid stuff. That's because like, we have different. I like Billy humor. Madison. I like and I classic. Hated Billy yeah. Madison. I like Happy Gilmore. That's classic. Happy Gilmore. That's my boy. 
I like that part more. Yeah. Probably mostly because we know what Isaac does. Yeah, I think Big funny. Daddy was probably the last one that he did where he was kind of like, where like that the whole like he needs to learn to be responsible thing like actually worked. Yeah, even that one's a little rough. See, I liked Fish for First Dates, but no one else did. It's okay. Yeah. I'd say it's it's more like a cute movie than well, it is a funny movie. That's why I enjoyed it so much. Movie. It's like no one was actually going through that much trouble for someone in real life. It's not I mean, like it's, it's so it cute. wasn't super like the, like all I felt like that kind of movie like it was it was a good idea and it was a good like romantic kind of like movie but like in terms well, of like was, jokes you go back and you watch it and like they all kind of fall was, flat. I didn't say it was funny. I just say it was good. Also, it was a good I, idea. I, it was just Groundhog Day with I gotta uh, be honest. Amnesia. Why did the movie start? Because this has bothered me for so, like for so long now. Why did the movie start with the premise that he was like this ladies' man who like was never gonna commit and all this other bullcrap? Like because he, he was a ladies' man who never wanted to commit, and then he found someone he actually had to. But work that really could have that could have worked without that plot. I felt like they were just it trying to do like, oh, it's heavy. Adam Sandler. Look at how great he is. We need to shoehorn this fact that he's a ladies' man into the movie because you know it's Adam Sandler. Doesn't have the same kind of impact. He's a doughy. New York guy yeah, who's gave, got no like a, sex appeal gave whatsoever. Him an arc so that they could pretend the movie was about something. I just, I, it drives me nuts. I feel like that exact same plot could have existed without that like intro that went absolutely nowhere. You gotta start somewhere. Could just started with him being a, you know, a, a guy at a aquarium who that you sounds know, pretty boring. Who uh, meets a girl yeah. and this girl's got amnesia. I'm already tired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, but when you have a montage of girls saying this guy was the best lay they ever had, suddenly you're hooked. Sounds pretty funny. Sex, now that I have your attention. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so anyway, those are both okay movies. Done. Awesome. Thanks, Phil. No problem, Al. You're the best. I guess I didn't play anything this week, and Phil didn't play anything this week. So, so I gotta shoulder all the f- all the playing duty. Yes. Just okay. Talk about a couple because we don't have all night. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Okay. So since I wasn't here last week and the week before that, I didn't. No, get no, to talk you don't. About you don't it. get to do three weeks worth of games Listen, in one podcast. It's not three weeks worth of game. It's it's not three weeks worth of games. It's three weeks worth of game. And because I didn't get to talk one about game. it, I didn't get to talk about it when I wanted to because of reasons, and I wasn't here last week. Like so because of reasons. I have been playing. Fallout 4 like crazy. Um, and it's a shame because I know it's been out for like three weeks now and it's like old news, but whatever. Uh, I want to talk about it. So I like it. I'm having a blast with it. Um, it's not perfect. And I feel like it sort of didn't live up to a certain expectation that was set out with the Fallout franchise. Um, but nevertheless, that doesn't make it any weaker of a game. Um, does have some problems. Does have uh, some glitches and some like scope issues that I feel like... Uh, should have been part of the whole experience, like building off of Fallout 3 and New Vegas. Um, wait, wait, can, I, can I stop you for a second? Phil, do you have any interest in Fallout you don't, right? Because we had this discussion that neither one of us wanted to spend half an hour walking anywhere. All right. Yeah. You don't have to spend Go half an hour walking everywhere because that's one of the things. The world only takes like 11 minutes to get from one side of the world to the other. So it's oh, not, it's not that big. Minutes. It's really not that big. Um, and that's, that's sort of like the hit. That's sort of like the weird, like, on the one hand, it's not a gigantic open world, and it doesn't feel like boundless and huge and scopes like wise. But on the other hand, it's a relatively small world that is filled with stuff, like filled to the brim. You can't throw a stone without hitting another landmark, like it's nuts. And uh, and a lot of interesting things have been happening. Just last night, I got myself a flaming katana, so that made me really happy. Um, trying to play like ninja style, so. Uh, yeah, no, I, 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 and I've been, I spend a lot, spending a lot more time with the crafting system. It's still absolute garbage, uh, and you have no reason to do it. But nice, um, but like, 
it is what it is. It's there, and it's worth trying out if you're going to get into it. So. I might try it just because my roommate bought it, so it might, it's already it's there. Wor- honest to God, little, Mel, it's worth playing. It's not blue. It's not the Fallout game. Like, like you guys probably wouldn't like Fallout 3 or New Vegas. Like, those are really, like, a little bit more, like, traditional RPG with, like, shooter elements. This game has really been streamlined. It's way more shooter with, like, RPG elements than, I like, the other way. Like, you know, yeah, it's 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 a lot more like action heavy. It's a lot more fast paced. Uh, aside from like the really chuggy frame rate, that's really bad. But you know, whatever. Bethesda apparently thirty frames per second was what you had to do to make it more cinematic and nice. So, um, so yeah, so that was that. Um, and I've been playing uh, a little bit of Hard West, which is a game oh, that right. I got for review. Um. It's okay. It's like Wild West Fire Actually, Emblem. You know what? Is it even out yet? Is I think it out so. Yet? I think the embargo was like last. It was on Monday. Okay, so. as long as you're paying it. Yeah, the embargo was on Monday, so. All right. It's not, it's not carry really, on then. Ready, so like Friday, or like even like Monday, next Monday. Um. So yeah, uh, it's kind of like Wild West Fire Emblem. Um, sort of like turn-based I've heard strategy. Of Fire, Emblem's pretty good, though. Fire Emblem's awesome. This game. Eh, it's not it's not terrible but i don't feel like it has the same like punch that fire emblem had because fire emblem was a little bit more like like it was a little more intricate in the way it was like sort of designed to be like rpg chess yeah um this is a little bit more like they're trying to combine that with like shooter elements so there's like a cover system and there's like you know this whole thing and uh and it feels like it gets very boring like it's it's a lot more slow pace and you can't like be as methodical and plan your like moves and plan like moves in advance which is like what makes those kinds of games fun is trying to like outthink your enemy um it also does that thing i hate where like in certain games i know like codename steam did this too but codename steam is kind of like a mix of third person shooter and uh tactical turn-based rpg stuff it's like you can't see enemies on the board like you have to like explore around which when you can only move a certain distance in a certain number of turns just turns into a really tedious like grind of trying to go from like place to place finding where the last friggin enemy is i'm really curious what phil's doing on his phone what are you doing um, phone, just dude? checking my emails he's lining up all those hot dates yeah man he's tindering swiping left swiping <laughs> right damn well i don't have any of those dude you gotta get on tinder man get on the tinder sphere Ugh. no don't it's a, it's a horrible place for horrible people yeah it's the the only thing you're gonna get there is gonorrhea. Yeah, anywhere <laughs> any any sort of meetup system is based purely on aesthetics. Yeah, mm. no, it's gross. It's not gonna work for me. No, it's just not. If there are it didn't work for me either, dude. So don't there. even worry. <laughs> and and I had a dickhead of a friend who was like who did that same thing. Like he was very vain about it, and he mm. did like you know because he, he was a, like a cut guy and whatever. Mm. And I was just sitting there like going through Tinder, and I'm just like you know swiping, swiping. Nothing, nothing's coming my way. And he was just like he was just like oh I got a hit. Oh I got a hit. Oh I got a hit. And I'm just like thanks. You're a real piece of shit. Mm. So, um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's gross. Uh, <laughs> although I would say I would say it's, you know okay, Cupid's all right. I met my girlfriend. Actually. No, it's not. It's horrible. It's uh, it's it's all right. I mean, it works for some people, certainly. You're not the first person I've heard that, but I've had nothing but horrible experiences. Dude, what are you gonna do? You gotta you gotta be a little bit more aggressive. That's not my like issue. Yeah, I assure you, that's not my issue. You know what I mean? Like, like kidnappy aggressive as well. Yeah, no, oh, because that's what he needs. That. He needs to kidnap <laughs> a kidnapped girlfriend. Well, because you know, everyone wins in that situation. Well. You know, sometimes I don't think Phil wants to force someone to be sometimes. With him. Yeah, really sometimes girls that. don't know that they want to be with you until, until they you have force um, them to want to be with you. <laughs> until they get stuck. 
Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> you gotta see Brendan's face right now. It is like. Mm. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Chloe. Just kidnap her until she has Stockholm syndrome, yeah. and then exactly. you're fine. That's perfect. That's, That's perfect. how it works. That's exactly that, what I mean. Isn't that what a relationship is? That was the episode is? of Gotham I watched last night, where the guy was kidnapping girlfriends. That's that's what a relationship is because you don't realize how much you hate the person you're with, and because you're like stuck with them for so long that you just sort of like. <laughs> I don't even want to know what your love life is like. No, it's, a, it's okay. I'm, I'm so you played Battlefront for about 20 minutes today. I did play Battlefront for about 20 minutes today. So let's g- give a, a short little a how short, you felt. Um, what did you think? It's Battlefield with a Star Wars skin slapped on top of it. That's what it was. So not much to, and that's uh, what it is. to say there. The guns don't sound like laser guns. At least maybe they did a little bit. We did the volume down. It, it sounded like mach- we had a gun like that looked like a, like, like a World War II machine gun, and it sounded like it was making machine gun noise, but lasers were coming out, and yeah. it bugged the crap out of me. Um, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was in like the I was in one of like the conquest modes where you had like you had like those sort of like objectives to right. complete, and it didn't seem like we were doing any of the objectives. We just kept getting pushed back further and further by a giant AT-AT walker, and then we blew it up, and then we just suddenly won the match. So I don't know how we even won. We well, just did. You blew up the AT-AT, and then uh, uh, the other came around. Yeah, apparently that's that's the only victory. We had, like, six guys turning into, like, Vader and Boba Fett and just, just ripping us to shreds, and somehow we just, in the end of it, we just won. So, mm. go, Rebels, no idea what he was doing. He just <laughs> go Rebels, I guess. Go Rebels, I guess. Um... I'm not crazy about the card system. I don't like it. Uh, I don't like the idea that certain things like that are just like pickups that you can grab on the on the ground. I sort of like the old system of Battlefront Two, where like getting to be a Jedi or a Sith was like dependent on on player progression in the match. So you you played them, right? You know what I'm talking about. What are we talking about? Battlefront Two. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. Phil's <laughs> really in this conversation. Yeah, he's only out there for a second. It's Star Wars, Sorry. dude. You gotta know this. Really you gotta yeah, know yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. Here. So yeah, like. I like that aspect of it, because um, I don't like. That's what I mean. Like, I felt like for like ninety percent of the match, someone was Vader or someone was Boba Fett, and just like it's like mm. they, it felt like I I didn't see a single person on our team ever get like a Luke or something, right? So it just yeah. it really. And then the, you know, and they got the AT Walkers and they got the ATSTs and they got stuff going on. I didn't see a single vehicle my entire run through. I didn't see any of the like the land speeders or anything like that. Yeah, so yeah. like. So I don't know, like it just felt really unbalanced. Like it didn't feel like like we were getting a, a fair shake at any of this stuff, and that's something that bothers me because I just, you know, maybe I'm just being crotchety and think like got my rose tinted glasses on for Battlefront Two, but it really did feel like Battlefront Two was a little bit more balanced. Like like you just like, you know, vehicles and stuff showed up equally on either side of the map yeah, for yeah. either party, and you could just get them right. You only had one match though, so that might have just been unlucky. Uh, we had two. We did a couple that was like I didn't realize I was in like the battle mode where it was just like just like basic like kill the other team thing. I was right. I was looking for actual like big battles where we could get in like ships and stuff like that. Right, so. right. But even like for a lot of the video stuff that I've seen online, like it seemed like for the most part people have been like it's been mostly just like battlefield style, get on the ground, start shooting. Like it didn't seem like you know, old style where you kind of started in your base and you had like ships available to you and you had to like kind of like push forward and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, like, which is what I was hoping it was going to be. So. so maybe I need to spend more time with it, but at this moment in time, having spent the time that I did with it, I wouldn't pay the money for it. Like I would wait till it sort of ended up in the bargain bin. Fair. Or, or at least until like it, I don't know, like stuff came out for it. But again, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be comfortable paying extra money for stuff. Like right now, too, there's only four planets available at mm. launch, so that's that's bullcrap, no matter how you slice it. I know. Um, and the fact that there's no single player, that's when I lost yeah, interest. That's what I mean. The conquest mode in, in two was awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, 
I don't know. And it just yeah, it seems like like this game too. Like they only focused on like the original um, films. Like you only get Hawk, you get Endor, stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like you know coming off a game like Battlefront Two, where you had like all the movies, all the timelines, like re- regardless of what you feel about those movies, like the fact that you could actually go like to that lava planet, I yeah. forget the name of it now, and get to be like like dark Anakin and like get you're like oh we want and stuff and actually have like the difference between like the clone troopers and the rebels and like or, like yeah. the droids like that was cool totally. that was really cool um so yeah this just just feels really lacking bummer it's a shame because the preview videos were so good but it I looks guess... amazing yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. gorgeous and it and i'm not gonna knock like gameplay stuff too because it was tight as hell like it, it but yeah. and, but that's the thing that i think that comes with like the battlefield style of gameplay like yeah. battlefield is a tight shooter no matter how you slice it so yeah but and also like the Star Wars game that they're putting a lot of energy to is the one that they have the Uncharted director on. Yeah. This is just so. sort of their way of having something out at Christmas for when Force Awakens comes out. Yeah. So on that it's just level, a bummer that okay. they took the Battlefront name and just, like, sort of did a slapdash job of making it Battlefield. Yeah. So that that's what bums me more. Like, if, if, this, if this untitled Star Wars project turns out to be, like, anything substantially good. And, I don't know, hopefully... I feel like it will be. Well, I don't I actually know. actually had time to develop it. Yeah. Is it is it now is it official like do we know if it's it's going to be a whole new thing or is it going to be the potential it. what's so exciting about it cuz I want to know what happened to that old like I know that they quote unquote like scrapped it but there was that like that um sort of mass effect style like bounty hunters game that they were going to do that yeah, was like I sort think of it's like gonna be that. You think it's going to be that? I said oh, you don't. Oh. I doubt it. Sorry, I didn't hear There's you. There's no way there won't be Jedi powers in it. They're going to be throwing those around left right and center. Yeah, you think? Oh yeah, big time. I don't know, man. <laughs> they got to go big or go home. Why they would you? Just, w- movie games have gotten so cinematic, and there hasn't been a Star Wars game that's truly gotten into that. And what's more cinematic than Star Wars? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyways, we should probably wrap this up because Brendan keeps making signals at me to wrap it up, and I'm the only one that can see them. Oh. So I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, in. No, I'm lost no, in your no, eyes, no, no, man. No, no. <laughs> no, I was uh, no. I, I I didn't want to cut you short, but uh, I can just tell that we should let Phil do. I'm the lost in those in those big You've blues, baby. You've been doing baby. this podcast for years, Phil. You should know what you're supposed to do. Wrap today. it up. All right, sure. I'm happy to wrap it up. So this has been the CGM podcast. We're available on the internet. Thank you for listening. <laughs> and done. <laughs>